we all know that market feedback isn't just valuable, right? It's the compass that steers startups towards success. And in this episode, we're going to sit down with Zach Castaneda to unearth the practical magic behind garnering some early market feedback. And you've got some really fun experience, like covertly infiltrating conferences and tapping into Facebook groups that no one expected you to tap into and turned those into some gold that you took back into Chauffeur. So I'm excited to get into this conversation. Zach is the co-founder CEO of Chauffeur. Chauffeur is a, a company that's founded in early 2022 and is already revolutionizing the way that private transportation works um, one reservation at a time. So I'm really excited. This is a really cool marketplace and uh, really great to have a chance to look into it. And then hearing about how you have prioritized over um, this last year and a half, making sure that you are on the right track in all, in all of these different areas through market feedback and listening to your customers um, has been incredible to me, Zach, because not only is it important to to make sure you're on the right track by, by getting that kind of feedback, but it also shows just the dedication to serving customers well and building a product that, um, that really changes the industry. So I think that's, that's awesome. I'd love to jump in and just hear from your angle. Why is this a topic that you are passionate about? Yeah. So it started for me about 15 years ago when I was always the friend in high school and then throughout college and my adulthood, I was always the one that was responsible for planning these types of uh, events with you know transportation, whether it's a party bus, whether it's a limo, whether it's a shuttle, whether it's uh, just a regular SUV taking us to dinner, my girlfriend and I, or whatever it is. I noticed, uh, and it hit me when we were traveling to other places. I always knew it was a problem in where I live in Orange County, California, but when I started going up to Napa, I went to Nashville, I went to uh, Cabo San Lucas, Cancun, London, and I realized that reserving private transportation wherever I was going, whether it was just two or 12 of us or 15 of us, it was always the same problem. And that same problem was basically I was having to go on Google. I was yelping companies. I would call a bunch of different companies for each each uh, location that I was going to. And I would hear back from some of them. I would not hear back from some of them. Some of them would want my credit card info over the phone. Um, some of them would want my credit card info via email. Um, some of them would want me to sell them money before I even really spoke to them. Um, and it was just a really uncomfortable experience for customers. And this is, you know, recently in 2023, it's still the same way. So yeah, uh, we just realized that with all the technology that, you know, exists today, there just has to be an easier way. And from my experience, uh, a lot of these res these reservations are made ahead of time. So I figured that there had to be, um, you know, a very marketplace aspect to this uh, industry. And that's why we've kind of built Chauffeur uh, as a hybrid between a bunch of different marketplaces that we're all aware of today, um, like Airbnb, Turo, one called Get My Boat. That's basically Airbnb, but for boats and yachts and a few other marketplaces as well. So, um, yeah, you know, this problem has been around for uh, decades. <laughs> I've, just, I've just kind of finally have taken it upon myself and my team to really build a solution that everyone will use wherever they're at or wherever they're going. That's awesome. And during that journey, what what made you start off now saying, uh, I, w I want to garner a lot of really good feedback from the market on, on this? So you had your experience. What made you start up and say, we got we to gotta make sure that we're going to the market with this right? Yeah, that's a good question. So 
it really started, like I mentioned, customer experience on my end was pretty obvious. I knew there was a problem there, um, but then I wanted to figure out why that problem existed. Um, so that being said, I kind of dug in to, you know, seeing why it existed. And what I realized and what I did was uh, about over a year and a half ago, uh, before Shofar was technically founded, I would, instead of cold call, I would cold walk in to these party bus on the companies in my local region. And I would walk into their office and I would, you know, I would LinkedIn, if they had LinkedIn, I would LinkedIn the owner of the, of the company and uh, just try to find out who that was and ask for them acting like I knew who they were. And sometimes I would be told like, you know, this person's just a salesperson to get out of here. Um, but there were a few times where I got in, t I was able to speak to the owner and I sat down and pitched the idea of chauffeur. Um, one really funny story was, I think my third or fourth um, attempts of walking in one of these offices, I walk in and there's this paper everywhere. There's a, pa a huge paper calendar on, on the desk of, uh, of, of, the, of the owner. And you can just see all the reservations, you know, written down. And I realized, ah, this is why this customer experience is so bad. It's because of the way that these uh, individuals are managing their business. So that really helped us validate. Um, you know, at that point, we realized, okay, that there's two problems here. One problem is the customer experience. But that customer experience is so bad because a lot of these, we call them operators, the party bus and the companies. A lot of these operators are managing their business with little to no tech. And, uh, and that's when it kind of hit, hit home for us on what we needed to build for both sides of the marketplace and establish Chauffeur as a marketplace. Experience is a great teacher, and you've been at this now for a while, and you knew what you believed going into it, and you've clearly got a lot of the stuff uh, that has come from all of this good feedback, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But I'm thinking there's people who are looking to start marketplaces who are and wanting to get that kind of feedback early on. Um, and they're not exactly, they're not where you're at yet, right? They're, they're trying to figure out how they're going to go at this and make sure that their product is on the right path. So my question is, what, what should they know before they start going at that? Not exactly uh, tactically, like what, might, what should they do to get that feedback, um, but what should they know going into that? What wisdom can you impart? Yeah, so they should know that if they're building something new, uh, that the market is not aware of, that um, they're going to hear a lot of um, a lot of feedback in maybe a negative way, uh, a lot of you know, uh, I shouldn't, I guess, not acceptance of the product uh, because it's a new product, it's a new type of way of doing something, um, which a, a lot of people don't like change. But when they realize that the change is meant to help them and it makes their lives a lot easier and it grows their profit margin, um, assuming that's what your marketplace does. I would say just keep that in mind and never forget as to why you're building the marketplace in the first place because that's what it's about in regards to you know why you're doing something. Uh, you know and your team knows, but maybe the market might not know at the very first get-go, but that just gives you the chance to really you know show them why they need to know. Um, and when they realize they need why they need your marketplace, um, they it'll be like <laughs> it'll be really special be because. Um, you know, at that point, it's uh, that's I guess that's product market fit, <laughs> and yeah. uh, that's uh, it's a very special moment uh, because you'll really see your product flourish, and hopefully, you'll be able to see people use your product if it's a global marketplace. You know, everywhere in the world, or you know, wherever it's at. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's hard to get people to have an aha moment and learn something new, right? It's easier to fit into existing categories, but the way that 
you have to build in order to scale is to create your own category and then win people to it. And, uh, and so that it's a, it's hard work, but that's kind of the fun of building a, a startup is you, you get to do that hard work and, um, see people's minds change, which, which honestly comes back to, I think that's a lot of the stuff that you've seen as you've gone and done some research, just talking to people, um, all of that kind of stuff. I, I'd love to hear some examples of insights that you've gathered from the industry as you've gone and, and done that early market research and gotten feedback and how have the things that you've learned impact the way that you're building chauffeur? Great question again. And I would say we've done quite a bit in regards to market research. Um, I mentioned the cold walking into the offices. Uh, that was one kind of aspect of it. Um, and that helped us build out the backside of chauffeur, which is a full enterprise software that helps these operators manage their business from initial customer inquiry all the way to tipping of the driver, chauffeur handles all of that for them in a very automated process. So that took a lot of time, energy, and just really market research on weighing what will fit any operator in the world, if that makes sense. Because a lot of operators, they operate in a certain way, but we had to figure out, does this process apply to everyone? Could it apply to everyone? So we've had to figure out a lot, a lot of time uh, took, it took for that to happen. Um, but we're still doing that, to be honest, um, you know, and I think we'll never stop doing that. Of course, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's really important, especially as tech uh, evolves. Um, you know, there will never be times where we won't be asking for feedback from our operators. Now, on the customer side, the other side of the marketplace, the, the, the part of the marketplace that most, you know, every, the average person, the most average customer will uh, see is the you know the chauffeur app in regards to uh, making reservations. Now that um, it it's uh, I'm sure everyone's heard of Facebook, um, but what people a lot of people don't realize is that there's something called Facebook groups, and in these groups um, there are dedicated groups for figuring out solutions. I should say, um, and for example. There is uh, one of our larger markets is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, and there are dedicated groups for traveling to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. You're talking, I mean, there's literally hundreds of thousands of people uh, in these groups, and they're always, every day, every minute of the day, they're asking, what's the best transportation? How do I get from the airport to my hotel? Um, and some of them have groups of two, some of them have a group of 15 or 20, and they all have the same problem. And what I'm getting at is the Facebook group's methodology has really helped us find people who are looking for our solution, even though they don't know it exists. Um, mm -hmm. So it's really cool for us to garner feedback that way. It's not scalable for sure, but um, we have built tools that allow it to be somewhat scalable, um, you know, with certain bots and things like that, but um, in regards to automatic feedback. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is these Facebook groups are really important uh, to figuring out if your problem, or I should say if your solution is actually needed uh, for people. And that's those two ways with you know both sides of the marketplace for our customers and operators um, have definitely been helpful in regards to how we've been able to uh, build Chauffeur as a solution that everyone needs. That's and awesome. Wants. I think people underestimate the power of Facebook groups. If you, that that is the most lively part of Facebook right now. And it's people who are joining groups of like-minded people for interesting things, whether it's problems that they experience, industries that they work in, neighborhoods that they live in, all of those kinds of things. And they 
kind of let down their guard, right? Because they're they're talking as like peers and friends to one another, and there's so much good feedback if you can go and just even just to listen in on those things. Like you're you're hearing validation of the problem that you're solving, but you're also hearing the language that they use to describe it and the things that the kinds of questions that they're asking to find solutions like yours and that like all of that stuff is super valuable. So I I would recommend people really take advantage of Facebook groups because they're lively and there's a lot of gold in there and very few people are actually taking advantage of that, but that's a really good place to go get feedback. It is. And Brooks, what's crazy is these Facebook groups you mentioned, like everything you can think of, there's something, there's a group for it, I can guarantee you. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just opportunity for any business to kind of flourish, you know, and provide a solution for most, most of these groups are revolving around a problem that they all have and they need an answer. And if you can provide the answer to people, I mean, that's a beautiful thing because then, you know, mm-hmm. if you provide them a good experience, the, the odds of them coming back are very, very high. And that's that's the other piece of that too is that they come back and they are in this group where they can also tell people to go and and work with the the people that they trust. Word of mouth has changed a lot in the in the last what fifteen years. People people now can share about chauffeur in a group of people that are driving to a specific location looking for a specific product and and just make this hyper relevant and personal recommendation and that the kind of stuff is happening and we don't even realize it's happening but that's why that's why those things are really important i think so i love just the practical nature of that advice facebook groups is one huge place that you should definitely be thinking about if you're building a marketplace i'd love to hear some other practical thoughts from you on how marketplace leaders can go out early stage and get this feedback um what what other um what other feedback advice would you give them to be able to practically accomplish that? All right, yeah. So I mentioned Facebook groups, um, but one other kind of tool that I've, I've kind of, I guess I shouldn't call it a tool, but one other tactic I've used to find feedback uh, was from the operator side. And what that was was every year they have a few conferences dedicated to the party bus and limo industry. And in these conferences, all of the all of the owners of each of their of these companies throughout the U.S. go to them, and one of them happens to be in Las Vegas, which is about a four-hour drive from me in Southern California. Um, so actually, I went up there and without a ticket in the conference, and I probably shouldn't say this live, but um, you know, <laughs> it's too late. Uh, so I ended up kind of sneaking into the conference uh, and just listening in on uh, and finding you know our competitors uh, for that enterprise software side of Chauffeur. So competitors being, you know, other softwares that are trying to provide them the same, you know, reservation system, driver management system, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and there's a couple of them that are, one is in particular has been around for a couple of decades now, uh, but they're just building really, really Windows 98 type of technology. And one of the best parts was I, I snuck into the conference and I went directly to their booth and they had this huge extravagant, you know, the, this booth that had like, you know, four or five booths within, within that booth, if you can kind of picture it, you know, with all these the big screens and things like that. And I'm there and they have a dedicated table with two employees um, that are just sitting there. And literally there's like 20 people who are party bus and limo owners who are operators and they're just... I'm not going to say they were screaming at the employees, but they were, 
asking the employees what is going on with the software. It doesn't work. Why doesn't this work? Uh, this is a, always a pain. We can never get customer service on the phone. Uh, and the employees were just taking it. They were just sitting there. And uh, I was I was one of those people that were surrounding them. But I was just kind of keep I was keeping my cool and just uh, actually I recorded on my phone and just the the audio of it. And uh, it was just pretty funny because I use that you know I was able to actually <laughs> actually I pitched the chauffeur to a couple of those owners there who are now using the the product today. And uh, you know I, I kind of pitched them literally in like thirty seconds. And uh, you know, we had meetings after that. But my point in saying that is that this was a really really good way for me to. One, scope the market out. Two, scope out our competitors on what they're doing and what they're doing wrong. And three, you know, trying to land some sales throughout this whole throughout that whole process. So, it was a very interesting tactic for sure that I used there uh, in regards to feedback um, from our operators because ultimately, chauffeur is nothing without operator supply. So, providing them good technology is actually providing them technology that they want mm-hmm. is uh, which it should be good as well and. But providing them technology that they want and need that's easy is something that they're not accustomed to. So as long as we're doing that, uh, chauffeurs should hopefully have always, you know, a decent supply of operators. That's good. Yeah. Build build a SaaS-enabled marketplace that serves your your supply side. I think that that's becoming a common tactic because um, we're realizing how much of a need that is and how great of a, of a model that is for a marketplace. And uh, even if you're not going to, if you're a marketplace leader and you're looking for this feedback, you don't even have to sneak in this market to, into these, into these conferences, right? You could just, you could go and listen. I mean, your competitors are going to conferences, your customers, both supply and demand likely going to conferences. And that's a good place to just meet people. And, um, you know, a lot of people go and they think only in the sales term, like build connections, close some deals, have those kinds of meetings use those to get feedback. I, I can't tell you how many times like I, I've been able to just walk around and talk to people who um, I know have really good feedback because they're in our market on the stuff that we're doing in marketing. And so I'm like, I want to ask, how is this, how, how does this resonate with you? What do you think about this? What, you know, stuff like that, that kind of feedback is way more valuable than, than anything you can get out of those conferences. So I love that, that there. And, and then behind that, Zach is just, I feel like your idea, which is just get in front of people, if whether it's walking into into businesses or getting into conferences, it's you have to put in the work. You can get a lot. You can get really bogged down as a marketplace leader. You will because marketplaces are hard um, to build, right? With all kinds of things, and you have to prioritize, like you did, getting in front of your people, right? Yep, it's definitely essential for sure, especially as building a marketplace. That's People don't realize, but marketplaces are actually very complex when it comes to the behind the scenes uh, that goes on just for a transaction. There is a lot of moving parts um, that people don't really appreciate. (laughs) I know when we all book an Airbnb, uh, you know, we have fun on our trip. But actually, throughout that whole process, um, Airbnb is notifying the homeowner. Homeowner is kind of chatting with you. Homeowner is getting paid out. There's just a lot of processes that are, you know behind the scenes, so to speak, with the marketplace. So it's very important to get, sure. to make sure you're building that type of tech. That, For sure. You know, yeah. And like you're saying, growing, growing your supply side, your demand side at the same time is a challenge in itself. And so my, my question to you then, as we kind of wrap up here, Zach, is if you thought through all of this, all of the things that you've learned over the last year and a half and um, going and garnering that early feedback from your customers, both sides, 
what is the biggest takeaway that you think would be helpful to other marketplace leaders? What's the biggest thing that you've you've learned through through this whole experience? Um, yeah, that's pretty easy. Just don't ever give up, especially if it's a problem that you're really passionate about. Um, people are going to tell you no. They're going to tell you it's not scalable. They're going to tell you it's not going to work. People would love people love to tell you no um, and just try to put your idea to to shame, so to speak. But if there's one person that will use it, then there are 10,000 other people that will use it as well. So if you can get that first person to use your, your platform, whether it's supply or demand, um, odds are you will be able to get thousands and thousands of people to, do, to use your platform as well. So I would just say don't ever give up. Um, you have to just remember why you started this journey. And if you can never forget that, then you will keep going and you will hopefully um, find success in whatever you're building. That's awesome. Well, I highly recommend you guys go and connect with Zach on LinkedIn or go follow him there just to keep up with the journey of chauffeur and keep up on all the things that he is doing there. And I also just will, will link to that in the show notes. We'll link to chauffeur in the show notes as well. Go check out the marketplace. They're doing awesome stuff, revolutionizing industries in the way that marketplaces do. And Zach, I know that you have some exciting updates that are going on there. I mean, all the time, I'm sure. Um, and so if there's anything else that you'd like to mention or that you'd like me to point to, I'd be happy to put that in the show notes as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> we actually just launched our app. Uh, super cool stuff for consumers. So uh, anyone now can just go in, in in the app store, whether it's Google or, or Apple, and just type in chauffeur, and they'll find the app, which will make it as easy as it's ever been to reserve any type of private transportation, whether it's a group of two people or a group of 56 people. Um, chauffeur literally makes it super simple to carry out that process. So the app is out, and we're super excited about it. Uh, it took us a lot of time and effort to build it, so um, my team and I are just pretty stoked on it and we'd love for you guys to check it out. So thank you. That's awesome. All right, Zach, thank you for joining us and sharing all the stuff that you've, you've learned and um, I'm sure will be super valuable, super helpful to other marketplace leaders as well. And to the audience, thank you guys for listening, being such an engaged community and um, sharing in your experience and all those things here, not just by listening, but by interacting with us and on all of the places that we know we get to see you guys in the newsletter and LinkedIn and all of those kinds of things. We really appreciate you and how you contribute to all of this. So great, great episode here, Zach. Thank you so much. And we will catch you guys all in the next episode. Thank you.